Set summer in motion with the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CRV and Accord, with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CRV Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. Welcome to Film Companion. I'm Anupama Chopra, and here are this week's reviews. First with Bulbul, and now with Kala. Writer-director Anvita Dutt continues to carve her own subgenre. Perhaps we can label it the feminist fantastical. These films are portraits of women who take extreme measures in extreme circumstances. Anvita frames these tales of damaged, broken souls with exquisite visual design. Both Bulbul and Kala are period films which gives her the license to embellish reality with a flourish that rivals the Baroque of Sanjay Leela Bansali. With the help of DOP Siddharth Tiwan and production designer Meenal Agarwal, Anvita creates signature worlds filled with beauty and horror, one enhancing the other. The tragedy and triumph of Anvita's women plays out with exquisite aesthetics. Kala is the story of a fragile and fractured playback singer. That she is named Kala, art, is the first indication of the great expectations she shoulders. That name is given to her by her mother Urmila, who is herself a celebrated but thwarted artist. Urmila pushes Kala to excel with methods sadistic enough to match J.K. Simmons's Fletcher in Whiplash. Early in the film, there's this scene of piercing sadness. During one of their Riyaz sessions, Kala makes a mistake. And Urmila's punishment is so simple and yet so horrifying that you almost admire its blunt efficacy. The two live in this sprawling gothic home in wintry Himachal Pradesh. These scenes were shot in Gulmarg. The desolate icy landscape reflects their relationship, frozen into this toxic mix of resentment, hurt, desperation, loneliness. Into this fraught atmosphere arrives Jagan, an orphan with a voice so glorious that he seems to be communing with God. Jagan's talent, uninhibited and ferocious, turns the screws further, and Kala embarks on a journey from which there is no return. The film is set in the 1930s and 40s, and the action alternates between Kala's home in Himachal and the film industry in Calcutta. Urmila is insistent on mentoring Jagan's ascent in show business, but as it turns out, it is Kala who becomes the star. The film opens with her winning a coveted award, but the flashbulbs and applause can't fill the abyss within Kala. In fact, Anvita uses the flashing cameras to punctuate Kala's rising dread. The blinding lights accentuate her anguish. The mother-daughter relationship is the film's spine, but Anvita layers in much, much more. For starters, this is a film invested in addressing mental health, especially that of women. Kala is self-aware enough to ask for help. She speaks of the shore in her head, the dar in her heart. She says, Andar jaise kuch toot raha hai. But the doctor simply gaslights her, saying, Ladies logo mein hota hai. Like Chaitanya Tamhane's The Disciple, Kala also asks, What is the price that an artist is willing to pay in the pursuit of perfection? Urmila sacrifices her humanity. Kala, even more. The film industry is brutal, especially for women. Most of the men in the narrative are opportunistic, 
condescending or just rapacious. It's the women who provide comfort, from Kala's female secretary or this female music composer. The film highlights the double standards and casual disdain with which the men in power treat women. The really awful thing is that some of these scenes, ostensibly taking place over 80 years ago, reflect a reality that persists even today. National award-winning lyricist Varun Grover plays a lyricist named Majru, a hat tip to the legendary Majru Sultanpuri. Majru is an artist who recognizes Kala's genius, but like her, he's stunted by the mercenary movie business. When he writes a beautiful couplet, he's told, Kuch asan sa likho, logo ko Anvita is a celebrated lyricist herself, and I'm sure that she's experienced some version of this scene. Kala works like an amber-hued fever dream. But at times, the storytelling seems to get sidelined by the many checkboxes that the story is trying to tick. The messaging, impressionistic lensing and symbolic visual choices become two-pointed and the spell gets broken. The moth and snow are recurring motifs. But mostly, Anvita succeeds in weaving a gripping tale of societal restriction, sexism, pathological states, the solitude of being an artist and the many ways in which mothers and daughters can scar each other. The film has an overarching melancholy and an emotional momentum that helps to anchor it. As do the performances. Once again after Bulbul, Tripti Dimri takes center stage. This character is a high-wire act, deeply ravaged but also strangely powered by her own neurosis. Tripti gives Kala a childlike guilelessness. There is a scene in the film in which Kala is imitating her mother and attempting to trade sexual favours for career growth. Her seduction is so naive and so awkward that it's heartbreaking. Tripti is marvellous as a woman on the verge of a breakdown and so much more. So is Swastika Mukherjee as Urmila. What's fascinating is that Urmila isn't a straight-up monster. Anvita and Swastika allow us to see what perhaps caused her heart to freeze over. She felt to me like a distant relative of Dimple Kapadia's Nina Walia in Luck by Chance. You remember that film in which another character describes Nina as a crocodile in chiffon. Urmila belongs to that same pantheon of fictional female artists who've been so hardened by their circumstances that they know no other way to operate. The third in this triangle is Babal Khan as Jagan. Babal arrives with the legacy of his legendary father Irfan. And I think Kala is a fine choice for the young actor. It allows him to reveal his talent without having to burden himself with carrying the entire film. Babal has a natural screen presence and solid potential. Amit Trivedi's gorgeous soundtrack is also a lead player in the film. The six songs have been written by a plethora of award-winning lyricists. Kosar Munir, Varun, Swanath Kirkire, Amitabh Bhattacharya and Anvita herself. Singer Shahid Malia's soaring voice adds to the magic. My favorite is Shock written by Varun. The mukra goes like this. Bikharne ka mujko shock hai bada, samete ka mujko tu bata zara. It's exquisite. Varun also gets one of the best moments in Kala. At one point as Majru, he says to Kala about a sexual predator, Aaj uske jaisoon ki koi saza nahi hai. Sab dekh ke andekha kar dete hai. Par daur badlega, that line, like the film, seamlessly blends poetry, pain and politics. You can watch Kala on Netflix. 
Thank you for listening to the Film Companion podcast. Stay tuned for more reviews, interviews and all that's hot and happening in pop culture and entertainment. Michael J for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost. To post 9-11 vets and their families, over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopeforthewarriors.org.